Hello, hello sisters! Welcome to the Sisters in the Marketplace podcast, where God called us to serve. This is a platform for Christ-empowered women to encourage and empower other women in the marketplace. Every episode, we will get to interview one amazing woman of God and listen as they share their wins and struggles representing Christ in the marketplace. Join us and let us build a community where women build each other up, encourage and empower one another so we can together thrive in our own businesses. All right, so I think we're live. So hello, hello, sisters. Welcome to another episode of our Sisters Spotlight. I hope that you are excited for this uh, episode every week, as I am. And by the way, I'm your host. I'm Rose. I'm the founder of the Virtual Empire, and I'm a social media manager for Christian women entrepreneurs. And today we have a very special guest, and I'm so excited to know more about her and how she serves Jesus in her business but before that let's just start with a prayer but i put her on now and i will introduce her to you later all right so let's just start with a prayer lord our heavenly father oh thank you very much for today lord thank you for this opportunity that we're able to talk to one amazing woman of yours lord and i pray lord that you override all of our preparations and may your word be revealed to the person that you intended it to lord because we know that there are no coincidences nor accidents in you and lord again you're truly amazing you're a wonderful wonderful god lord may you be with us and may you use this platform mightily and uh, may your people know this lady of yours lord again lord thank you for everything that you've done for us and we lift up today to you in the mighty name of our lord jesus amen amen all right so excited and i hope you ladies uh, out there are excited as well so our sister for today is one amazing god and i'm telling you and you'll know why in a little bit her guest started her career in financial services in 2008 as a financial advisor after earning a Series 7 66 license, and that is after graduating from the University of Arizona in Tucson with a bachelor's in psychology. Wow. And she has since moved to Arkansas, where she currently works with a prestigious wealth advisor. She also earned the Certified Credit Counselor designation from the National Association of Certified Credit Counselors and a Financial Planner Qualified Professional designation from the College for Financial Planning. Those are some big words. (laughs) She's also, she experienced major obstacles along the way. It was not until she put her hope in Jesus Christ did her life change. And she considers her work a ministry and is honored to serve her clients. Wow. So, sisters, let's all welcome our sister, Lauren Carpenter. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. You're welcome. It's an honor for me to get to know one amazing lady like you. I really praise God for giving me this platform. All right. So, are you ready with our questions? Yes, (laughs) 
Hope Restored is a nonprofit ministry, Hope Restored Debt Solutions. And our goal is to help our, our neighbors get out of that pit of debt and financial uncertainty and get them on a solid platform of financial security. And we do that through compassionate credit counseling, mm -hmm. uh, financial education, and any other services that they need to, to make sure that they are able to live independently and financially secure. All right, well, then that's great. And well, what do you love about it? I love serving. I love being able to, to the people. We work with anybody who wants to change their financial future, but our focus is on what the Bible refers to as the least of these or the widows and orphans in their distress. And we really want to help our our who are in recovery be able to get back on their feet financially. That is so um, important to us because they need um, that compassion. They need someone who, who understands the situation. That's what I love doing is seeing these people have their their moment of coming to know Christ and, and trusting Christ and starting a new life. That's so amazing. You're so amazing. All right. <laughs> and this is what I really want to know. I'm really curious about it. So can you tell us more about those obstacles that you experienced that ultimately led you to know the Lord Jesus? I, uh, you know, I praise God for my testimony. I wouldn't change mm -hmm. it for the world. Um, wow. but it was hard. It was hard getting there. And um, I grew up in um, not ideal situations. I've experienced, I've been the, the survivor of, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. I've been raped, molested, my house burnt down. I've been left with nothing. I went through a terrible divorce. I've had children with uh, disabilities, undurable medical equipment. And I could just keep going on, but it seems um, a lot. I've experienced a lot in my life and it, in the, the, the pinnacle of that was when I was in college, after I finished college, and being in college was just a whole obstacle in and of itself because I was a first-generation college student to go away to college. And everyone has spoken death over me my whole life, and that's just part of where I grew up. And they said I wasn't going to amount to anything. I was just another statistic. I was going to be a pregnancy and then just spoke death and death. And when you hear that so often, you start to believe it. And when, and I was so determined to, to not be that statistic. And so after college, I was going to go to grad school and I was going to do all the things and go back home and show everybody that I did it. I wasn't a statistic, but I found myself um, in a situation where I had a, a, an unplanned pregnancy. And after really the pinnacle of, of my chaos, I had lost my job, I didn't have insurance, and I'm pregnant, and I went to grad school, and I was just so conflicted at the time, and with nobody speaking life into me without a crisis pregnancy center that I 
go to. And this was before internet was really a thing and you could really go online and search. Mm -hmm. um, I remember wanting to go online and search uh, crisis pregnancy centers, but I was so afraid mm -hmm. of who would know that I'm looking this up. And so I had um, one person speaking into my life and they told me that um, I was a burden. It, my mistake shouldn't be um, a burden on society. Society shouldn't have to pay for my welfare just because I made a mistake. I doubted my own strength because my whole life I was told that I wasn't strong enough. And so mm -hmm. I had made the decision to have an abortion. And after that, there was just years of shame and guilt that I was processing, but because of my past of abuse, it's hard to know how to process those emotions because when you grow up in that situation, you learn to, to hide your feelings, to repress everything. And that was just a natural response for me. It was just to keep repressing the shame that I was feeling and the guilt that I was feeling. And years later of having these secrets and having how these secrets were starting to manifest in my life and in my marriage, and as a mother, I remember waking up in the middle of the night one day and falling on my face in, in tears and in agony. And I, and I finally came to that moment where I said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. What? I'm so sorry. And that's all. I could, couldn't even say those words because I was crying so hard. But he knew what I was trying to say. And that began my journey of walking, seeking him. And in those beginning years, there wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't go on a fast. I didn't start mm -hmm. going to church right away, but I was just seeking him. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, the, how the Lord works, someone had given me a devotional and I never owned a devotional before, but because he knew I was looking for him, he was finding a way, he was drawing me back towards him. And so it was just years of seeking him and praying and trying to, um, process and understand and finally I came to a point where I was finally able to go to a church and the Lord in his grace and his mercy told me that I was broken. I wasn't all these things that the enemy wanted me to believe. I wasn't you know, I don't even want to say those words because they're inappropriate words but all the lies that the enemy had told me my whole life, all the death that people had spoken over me my whole life, none of that was true. But the Lord wanted to know that I was broken. I had been hurt and he wanted me. And so I gave my life to Christ that day and began this amazing journey with him of healing and getting to know him. Wow. That is so amazing. I know from the get-go that you're one strong woman of Christ. I, I know. Who would have thought, you know, looking at you, you're you're very sweet, your smile, you're you're full of grace. Who would have thought that you have experienced all of those things, right? But that's how the Lord works, right? Yeah. He can make you brand new. Yes, and all old things are gone. And He's just so amazing. Yeah. As I told you earlier, there's a lot of women out there who have to hear your story, who have to know you, and that you would 
this would further his kingdom because you have experienced all of those things. And as you mentioned, you are not just a statistic. You're not just a number. You are a child of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And not uh, not any word of the enemy can can win against our Lord because he has overcome the world. Wow. Wow, you're just so amazing. And I really praise God for having this platform of, of knowing such wonderful women out there. And I know that there's someone out there, there's a lot of them, who's who has to hear this. I see. All right, so the next question is, I cannot move on. So the next question is, how has you knowing the Lord changed you and your business? I wouldn't have a business if I didn't know the Lord. Um, and the way the Lord has worked, it's just beyond words. I suffered so badly with depression and anxiety. I woke up some mornings, I couldn't get out of bed. I woke up some mornings and said, you know, if I just died, no one would notice. Um, you know, it's, it's just all these, it, it was just it was hard. It was a very hard journey of trying to renew my mind and um, unlearn all those mindsets and unlearn all those behaviors. And finally, for the first time, learn that I have value and I have worth. And that was a process. And I still work on that. Um, there's still times where the enemy will shoot his darts and I have to keep my thoughts captive. And, and it's a process and it, it's, um, it's a renewing your mind every day and killing your flesh every day, but he's faithful. And, and I have my word with me and I study it and that's how I can stay strong in the Lord and continue to do the work that he's called me to do. Wow. Yes. And you are loved. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. All of us are, and there's no mistakes in the Lord. Um, yes. And so, Again, I just cannot stop saying you're amazing because you are. <laughs> you are. And how? Um, so how? What? What do you think about the Lord uh, with all these experiences that you've uh, you've gone through? Um, what is that one thing that you know of the Lord because of these experiences? One thing that I know of the Lord that He He's. He never gave up on me. And it is his will that everyone shall be saved. And even in my darkest moments, even in my deepest sins and my deepest secrets, he he was still there and he was still interceding for me when I didn't deserve it. And he was just waiting patiently because he's a gentleman. He was just waiting patiently for the right time. Um, to call me closer and through that all I, I learned and I thank him every morning. I thank him for this. I like, thank you for not giving up on me. And he doesn't. He doesn't. He does not. He even does not mistakes, even yes. after we've been saved and been set free, we'll still make mistakes and he still mm -hmm. doesn't give up on us. And I pray don't um don't forget the work of, don't forsake the work of your hands. I'm like, God, you brought me so far. Don't forsake me because I made a mistake. And he won't because he's faithful and he loves us and he has grace for that. Exactly. And 
you know, that's how wonderful the Lord is. Yes. You know, no matter, there is nothing that we can do that will make him or that will not, will make him not love us. Because Correct. there's really nothing that we can do because he loves us so much. He gave up his life for us. Wow. And so the next question is, was there a time that the enemy made you question if what you're doing is right with regards to your business? <laughs> Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day um, I have doubts. Every day I, I say, am I doing the right thing? Am I, mm-hmm. should I have done this? Should I have done that? Um, am I on the right path? And um, who am I to be talking to other women? Who am I to be sharing hope? And even though I have suffered so much, and I, you know, I still struggle with depression, mm-hmm. it still comes up, and I still have uh, a, a counselor that I see. And you know, so who am I to tell women, mm-hmm. that, you know, to lead to help them? Um, and the closer the the closer I am to where God wants me to be, and the the more that I push, the more mm-hmm. the enemy is there to push right back. And that's just how I have to I have to just remember I have to have my shield of faith and block mm-hmm. parts of the enemy and just keep going. And I know because the word says that the Holy Spirit will check my steps yes. and the Lord will guide my path. And so I mm-hmm. trust that and I tell the Lord if I'm in the wrong, if I'm not going the wrong way, check my steps, send me the other way. You and I have faith that he will do that. So even though I hear these lies of the enemy and I doubt myself, um, the Lord is going before me and I see Mm -hmm. him working in this ministry and I see how he's providing for me. So I know that I'm on the right track. Exactly. And God is like that, you know, the enemy can try to do things. But he's not going to win. We know that after all these things, the Lord is the one that has it all, right? That he, yeah. He's the winner. And we're the winner because we're with him. And the more that we're getting there, getting closer to what the Lord wants you to do, then the more that the enemy will, you know, do double time in, in you know, confusing you, putting doubts in you. Yeah. Because that's what he is for right but the lord says that you are with him you are a child of god you can do all things through him because he's the one who strengthens you yeah. and if the lord is with you then who can be against you right exactly. this is how this is how mighty our lord is yeah and the, all right so and why do you think uh, nowadays that it's important to include god in your businesses because uh, right now there's um uh, quite a lot of talk about you know Christian entrepreneurs if they should include God in their business and all that. So why do you think it's important to include Him? There, there's, I mean, there's the easy answer of you include God in your business because it's for His glory. Um, this is your calling. But to go a little bit deeper, we're mm-hmm. living the last days and we are called to go into the world and make disciples and we're called to spread the gospel and mm-hmm. harvest is ready and mm-hmm. the more we incorporate christ 
in not just keeping Christ to ourselves and being Christian in our homes, but putting Christ at the center of our businesses and putting it out there that this is what we believe. That's what we need to do to go out there and, and share Christ um, and save souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all about sharing the gospel and saving souls. And that's why it's just one more. Just, I've been studying marketing and all of these mm-hmm. things as I grow my business and there's so many different platforms that you can be on. There's Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, mm-hmm. on and on all those platforms while putting Christ at the center of your business is just one more platform that we have to be able to reach people for Christ. Yes. Well, that's, yes, that's just, that's, that's it. You just have to put him because after all, he's the source of it all. Right. And, you're really gonna say that you surrender your life to him without surrendering yeah. surrendering a big part of it or a big chunk of it, which is your business. Yeah. And so you are working not just with um Christians, right? Non-Christians as well. Uh, as you mentioned, the, the they are the least of the kingdom. But uh, how do you share the gospel with someone who doesn't even have an idea who Jesus is, especially in your business. How do you incorporate him um, sharing the gospel through your business? How do you do that? It's the most fun part of my mm-hmm. business. And of course, I'm not, I wait for the the unction of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit and I wait for him to tell me what to say and when to say mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. when we're talking about finances and somebody's in a position where they feel hopeless, Mm-hmm. I asked them for permission to share a little bit about my testimony. And I asked them, um, well, I tell them a little bit about the times where I had to rely on the Lord for provision. Mm-hmm. And I share with them that the one of the names of God is Jehovah Jireh. And that means the God who provides. Right. And, I, and depending on the reception, I'll, I'll challenge them. I'll say, just give him a try. Because the Bible says, test him on these financial matters and he will open up the floodgates. And if you just want to test him and see if he's going to actually provide for you and meet your needs, that's, that's who he is. And that's what he wants to do for you. Um, and I'm not pushed, you know, that's, that's an ideal conversation. And sometimes it doesn't get that far. Sometimes it mm-hmm. takes months of working with the client before they can see it, but when they see it through me and through my hope and then through my testimony, because I could testify all day about how the Lord has provided financially for me. It's the word word of our testimony, right? That people are going to be saved. So just putting it out there and making it available to them and being open about it and just praying that the enemy will, I pray a hedge of protection around our clients mm-hmm. so that the enemy doesn't attack them during this process of mm-hmm. being financially stable and potentially hearing Christ through us. Yes. Wow. Yes, your testimony is the best thing that you could you could put out there because that is your personal experience with the Lord. And no one can argue about it because exactly. you- you know that it's the truth and you felt his presence during those moments and that's also what i love sharing what i've been through um how the lord truly is present in in those moments and 
whenever you are broken, he's near to you. And so are you getting like a lot of, um, uh, are, are your clients telling you that you are, you're different than others because of this? Are you getting a lot of those? Um, not, not yet. I'm hoping mm -hmm. that um, right now we have, um, we have a few individual clients who already know Christ. Um, and the majority of our clients are coming through community partnerships with um, halfway houses that prepare men to reenter society after leaving prison. Uh, we have a partnership with a, a drug rehab facility, um, a partnership. We're working with a partnership for the, a crisis pregnancy center and, and domestic violence shelters. And so those groups of people, they're already, and those are all Christ-based programs. So they're already, their hearts have been softened. They're ready to receive the gospel. So it's a different audience. Wow, that is so great. And that is, I believe that's really where the Lord has put you, right? And you you, you have that passion, you have that love in doing that and doing those things. So, um, so what is the one thing that you have learned throughout all of these experiences, the past experiences, uh, your business, the people that you're working with and their experiences, that uh, what's that one thing that really made you a better person because of this? Aside from Jesus, because we know that he's the only source, but I know that you're gonna say that, but aside from me, what's that one thing that really made you a better person because of these experiences? Oh, I said easy question, Droz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a better person. Um, to to see the world differently, to see people differently. I um, there was a time when I was in my sin, and even though I had been in those same situations, I would easily cast judgment on a person. Um, there was. There have been times where I'd see a prostitute and I'd cast judgment on her. Um, now I look at um, prostitutes and alcoholics stumbling out of the bar. I see them and I have compassion because I know that it's not, you don't wake up and decide you're going to be an alcoholic. You don't wake mm -hmm. up and say, oh, I'm going to be a prostitute. That's what I want to be when I grow up. I know that they've been under attack by the enemy just like I had been. And I know they're just in that dark place, and I just want—I have—I just want to go hug them. <laughs> so that's like seeing them with the eyes of Christ. Yes. Right? Yes. Wow, and that is so so powerful because once you really have Christ in you, you will see the world differently, right? Yeah. And. And as, as you mentioned, we were used to be like this before, but then now we would uh, see people like what what made them be like this, right? right. And, and then we will pray for them. We will pray for them that we would truly know the Lord because we know that the Lord has changed us, that yeah. if, if the Lord can change us, then it's not impossible for the Lord to change exactly. them. Wow, exactly. that's See, that's one great thing, you know, seeing others in the, with the eyes of Christ. Because yes. without Him, I, I don't really think we can do that. We can be exactly. compassionate. 
right? We can be graceful. We could be we could be patient without Christ in us because as humans, we are you know we we will always think about ourselves because we are we're selfish in nature. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But because of Christ and because he said that we have to put others above us, then we would see people differently. Wow. You're you're truly I said this a lot of times just in the span of 30 minutes, but you're truly, truly amazing. You are I know and I know that the Lord would truly use you mightily. Your experiences, your life, your business, the Lord would truly use it mightily to further his kingdom and that you would glorify him in this. Amen. And yes, amen. And so that I that, that ends my question. I really want to have more of this, but I also want people, I don't want this to take this time away from you because I want people to know more about you, like um, if they want, if they want to get your services, if they want to know more about what you do and about what you do for this, uh, for these people with uh, um, with needs, how can they reach you? Where where could they find you? Because you have one amazing personal profile, and I want you ladies to look to, to really check her out. Um, she's she's full of fun, full of amazing things out there. She has a lot of great content out there really hope that there is like a business page as well that you can do all this crazy stuff and but <laughs> i want you all to follow her because she's one amazing lady okay. you, can see you can see it in her profiles and all the all the things that she does so i want people to know you more where can they find you where can they uh, go to help you out if they're interested and um yeah that's it this is your moment so we do have a website it's called um and this is again the lord how he works it's our website is hope restored us because wow. hope restored us before our finances could be restored we had to have our hope restored in christ and it's hope-restored.us and we do have a facebook page that's hope restored arkansas um we had originally in our original business planning, we were just thinking about our neighbors because we're supposed to love our neighbors. Uh, but the Lord is opening up opportunities for us in different cities and in different states. And so um, there's it's it's a really exciting time for our ministry, and we are really poised to grow. And uh, we do need financial support uh, because the work that we do with our community partners, we don't charge them for our services. So, um, and this is my full-time job. So we need some uh, revenue coming into the ministry. I'm also starting to take financial coaching clients who are not under the umbrella of these different community partners. Anyone who has uh, struggled with debt or has questions about anything financial or just needs a financial coach to help them reach a financial goal that they have, I am taking those clients and the fees that they pay will fund the ministry. Mm -hmm. I've also started selling um, toothpaste. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> a whitening toothpaste that I absolutely love and so other skincare and healthcare products that you know, I have information about that on my personal page and the sales of those products also support the ministry. Wow. Aren't you amazing, you ladies? So 
if you need financial coaching, anything about your finances, she's yeah. the person to go to. And um, she's she's more than she's more than just um, a woman with a pretty smile. She does all these things for the Lord, and she wholeheartedly do uh, do the, all these things because he wants to serve the Master of all. Wow. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for this time. I hope we will have another one, uh, another one uh, like this, but um, more thorough about, about what you do and so that people could reach out to you because I know they, they if ever they want to help you out, the ministry and all that. And um, we will have this available on podcast soon. So all of uh, Lauren's links will be there, will be available. This will also be posted on our um, public, the, the public page, which is the Virtual Empire. So once everything is settled, right now we're giving it live first in the group because we want you sisters to know another sister in Christ and how she's doing and moving mightily for the Lord. And so, Lord, is there anything else that you want to tell our sisters, not just our sisters, but those women out there who might hear this and who might tell their their themselves that this is something, this is a message that I really need to hear? Do you have any words for them? Um, there's the message that the the one the first time i went back to church after a long time the message that was preached was on the story of mephibosheth and i can never say that correctly but his story is that he was the heir to the throne he was the grandson of king saul um but there was the there was a battle king saul died uh the second in line to the throne, his son Jonathan, he died. So Mephibosheth is is left. He's the heir to the throne, and he's five years old. And in the chaos of this battle, he was dropped by his caregiver. The person who was supposed to be taking care of this boy dropped him and left him crippled. And he was crippled for life. And because of this, he limped his his inheritance was taken from him. He couldn't ride into battle on a horse, you know, as a cripple, you know, it has a very different stigma back then than it would now. And all this was taken from him and it was nothing he did. It was no fault of his own. And, but the Lord is good. And, and because, uh, and next King David comes up, King David remembers the promises that he made to that that house the house of saul and he brings this crippled man into his palace and said you are now going to be seated at the table of kings of my table a king's table you're going to dine with me every day so i want to speak to these women who've had hurts in the past um it wasn't whatever it was it was the enemy's attack and I, I know that the Lord is good and I know that he sees you. And even though you might feel like during these attacks, you are alone or you question God, like, where were you? Why would you let this happen to me? I promise you that he sees you. There's another name of God that says um, he's a God who sees. And there is um, a day where he's going to invite you to his table 
and you have that choice to either say, yes, I want to come to your table and I want you to heal me and I want to have a relationship with you, or you can tell him no. But I pray that um, you accept that invitation from God because he is so faithful and he's so good and he loves you so much. And it's uh, when you made my situation, I grew up not knowing love. And when somebody mm -hmm. told me that God loved me, I couldn't even comprehend that concept. But I here I am today knowing God's love because I felt it and I've seen it and I've witnessed it and I feel his presence. And if the, if you're that gal who can't understand how somebody, some invisible guy can love you, um, test him on it. Ask him, say, God, reveal yourself to me. Show me. And he will. He's done it for me and he is faithful. And I just encourage you. And if you ever want to talk, I'm available for you. If you don't want to talk about finances, that's fine. If you just want to talk about Christ and about your journey and your experiences, I'm absolutely here for you. Wow. Wow. That's one amazing offer. <laughs> and I know that there will be a lot out there who would I pray. offer. Yeah. And um, because that's, how, that's why we are here, right? Yes. This is our sole purpose to share the gospel and for it people to know him because it's really great and this is so amazing we can only be amazing because our lord is amazing yeah oh, nothing good about me but my jesus exactly <laughs> well, thank you thank you lord this um wonderful uh day with you i really praise god for this uh, platform and i really praise god for letting me know such wonderful women like you and I really pray for your business because I know that the Lord will use it mightily to, to further his kingdom. And I know, that, I know that there's a lot of people who need your help, especially now. Thank so, you. yes. And so I support you fully uh, with what you're doing. And I hope that this platform would be able to support you as well. So, again, thank you, Lauren. Thank you thank for... You. You're such a blessing. It's been such an honor. And I pray blessings over your ministry that you can get the word out of more women. And together as sisters, we can share the gospel with the world. Yes, empower other women out there because yes. that's what God wants us to do. Yes. Yeah. Thank you and praise, I praise God for, for today, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for uh for this wonderful day and again if you want to meet lauren if you want to talk to her um ask her about finances or wants her to become your financial coach uh we will leave all her details um out there for you to see easier <laughs> so again thank you lauren and i hope that you have a wonderful day ahead thank you so much it's been a pleasure you may Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sisters. Did you enjoy today's episode? There's more to come. Please share the word out so we can reach and inspire more women in the marketplace. Download and subscribe to our podcast and please don't forget to leave a review. Thank you.